from the Carolina Panthers. What are the Cardinals getting in Robbie Anderson? Here to clear that up with us, our old friend from Panthers.com, Darren Gant, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Darren. How are you? Good morning. Didn't we just do this a couple of weeks ago? I feel like an honorary Phoenician now. I was just thinking, when the Cardinals play the Panthers, we usually talk to Darren once a year. But no, we we get the bonus visit now. This is cool. Yeah. Now you guys just got to get Darren Urban on the air more. Two Darrens, no waiting. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So we all saw the Robbie Anderson blow up on Sunday. What do you you make of the Cardinals reaching out and, and trading him? Is it true that the Panthers were about to release him. Your thoughts on what went down yesterday? Well, I mean, it was a bad scene, and I think it's not inaccurate to say uh, Robbie wasn't necessarily thrilled with the way things were going here, and they weren't necessarily thrilled with Robbie blowing up on the sidelines. I mean, when when you go through a coaching change in the middle of the season, all of a sudden the, the priorities I don't want to say the priorities change, but the goals certainly. I mean, you got to be more realistic about things, and and they were trying to protect uh, their effectively their third string quarterback. Um, and run a conservative game plan. They weren't airing it out. Robbie felt they should have been throwing it to him. They weren't throwing it to much of anybody. He got tight. They're losing. They just fired a head coach. I mean, things were a little shaky. So, yeah, people were kind of uh, salty, and people weren't thrilled with the way Robbie was going. And I do not believe – I mean, let's be honest. Robbie wasn't going to be a Carolina Panther next year anyway, I don't think, uh, based on the contract. So, at at this point, the Cardinals had a need – Robbie wanted out, kind of worked out for both sides, I guess. Yeah, do you, th- and your point, Darren, about Robbie Anderson not being there next year, do you think outside the blow up that Robbie Anderson would have been traded before the deadline? Because we know the Panthers, there's all kinds of rumors about Christian McCaffrey, they're cleaning house. Uh, do you think he would have been there outside the blow up? We'll see. I mean, if anybody would have given anything for him, I think he was probably pretty available. Uh, There's a difference between trading Robbie Anderson and having a fire sale. And and there might even be a difference between trading Christian McCaffrey and having a fire sale, honestly, because, you know, with the running back position being what it is, high-value running backs don't appeal to everyone the Mm -hmm. way they once did. Um, So I don't know. I, I don't know what the future holds with Christian. I know they're not going to give him away if people want to call and be serious and offer him a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff being a, a first round pick probably and then some you know would they listen sure you listen to everything but i think when i think in terms of fire sale to me that would be trading brian burns trading dj Moore, okay. trading Derek brown those young um those young guys at premium positions I, I think that, to me, would be a fire sale. But trading Robbie Anderson doesn't qualify under that okay. definition. All right. So, um, as you might have noticed or might have heard, it, it's not the it's it, it's kind of loosey goosey here in Arizona. Is what I'm trying to say, Darren. Um, what, well, you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. What kind of what kind of teammate is Robbie Anderson going to be in, in in a situation where there's not a not a ton of structure or, or authority? Yeah, well, and again, I don't want to cast any aspersions on what's going on in Arizona, but I can tell you, I don't think when things are good, Robbie is a guy who has a sense of humor. I mean, he created one of the memorable moments of the 2020 season here when he looked up in the COVID-emptied stands and saw the Panthers mascot 
Sir Purr up in the crowd and said, what's that bear doing? <laughs> That's right. And, and DJ Moore kind of looked at him like, what is wrong with you? What are you talking about? That's a panther. That's our mascot. And Robbie's like, y'all call him Sir Purr? Like, <laughs> sir? You know, I mean, so Robbie's a funny guy. Uh-huh. Robbie's a, hey, I think he's got a good heart. Uh, Robbie was kind of frustrated with the situation here, uh, which kind of affected his demeanor. Let's say it like that coming down the stretch. But I, you know, Robbie's a, a quieter guy, doesn't say a whole lot. Um, he is a colorful character. I think we can uh, we can say that and be honest with ourselves. I mean, you know, it had just kind of run its course here, to be frank. Right. And I think it, he was looking for a new setting. And so coming to a place like Arizona, I mean, you know, maybe it works for him. Robbie's, a, Robbie's kind of a laid-back South Florida guy. And, you know, maybe being in a warmer climate, it's starting to get a little cool here in Mayberry. So maybe that'll bring something out of him. <laughs> Darren Gadd from uh, Panthers.com, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Um, the other wrinkle that is of interest to maybe some people here in Arizona is Steve Wilkes taking over as the interim head coach. And there are people, Darren, who believe that Steve Wilkes was wronged by the Arizona Cardinals, that he deserved another chance to come back and try to rectify his first season performance. There's people that are glad he's getting another chance. But I don't see how this turns out well for Steve Wilkes. Uh, am I wrong in viewing it that way? Well, if you didn't think he had a fair shot at, a, at being a head coach in Arizona yeah. in 2018, I don't know that this is any better yeah. for him, to be honest with you. I mean, and the, and the different or the similarity is it's the same position. I mean, there's no stability at quarterback. Right now, Baker Mayfield's hurt and wasn't playing very good when he was healthy. Uh, Sam Darnold's on injured reserve, and the fact that people are wondering when Sam Darnold's going to come back is a little bit amazing in and of itself. You know, they're down to P.J. Walker. They're rookie Matt Corral who they kind of like got hurt in the preseason he's going to be out for the year so the quarterback position is the same kind of mess the one thing I can say about Steve is when you're in a situation like this where there's upheaval where there's a lot of people thinking it's chaos Steve's got the personality to kind of come in and calm things down try to keep guys as focused on the football as they can. Listen, if the Carolina Panthers are going to win many games coming down the stretch, they're going to have to do it defensively. They're going to have to do it by playing kind of clutch and grab and keep it close and hope for the best sort of offense. And I think Steve's personality lends itself to that because he does. I mean, Steve exudes calm. He exudes competence. He exudes, we got this gang. And, you know, well, is it going to work? Don't know. Uh, we'll find out over the next 11, uh, 12 weeks. And again, he doesn't have a good quarterback situation here until one of those guys plays well. It's not going to be settled, and I don't know when it's going to this year. You know, and it's it's interesting to me because the Cardinals are named in that low- lawsuit uh, that came out of Miami with Brian Flores, and and I wonder if Steve Wilkes has some success, and, and I, I'm guessing that's probably very hard to do, given the hand he has. How that's going to look juxtaposed to Cliff Kingsbury, who's in year four and badly regressing? 
Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I, I think without getting into the larger debate about equal opportunity for minority coaches in the NFL, I, I can tell you that Steve Wilkes is a credible coach in, in the NFL, and he was part of a great coaching staff here, uh, working alongside Sean McDermott under Ron Rivera, um, and they had a lot of success here when he was here, and I think Steve, uh, again, Steve's got a certain gravity about him, and, and and I think as you look at the current climate for NFL coaches, coaches like Cliff Kingsbury, and I'm not saying anything other than offensive guys, have an advantage in this market. I mean, the, the pendulum swung away from people wanting to hire defensive coaches. To me, I still like the idea of a defensive coach um, being your head coach because I just think at their core, they're problem solvers. Uh, and that's not just an X and O thing. That's when a player gets in trouble on a Monday night or you've got somebody unhappy and wants to be traded. Those guys by profession are problem solvers and, and look at things and figure out a way around it rather than offensive guys who, who try to create the problems and try to create the disruption. So, you know, I, I am kind of just by personality someone who likes the idea of defensive or even a, a special teams background head coach. I mean, it looks as fast John Harbaugh's had, uh, but I know right now all anybody wants is the next Sean McVay, etc. That's yeah. a very interesting observation. I've never heard that before, and I like that a lot. And, and I, mm. I was riffing earlier today that, that maybe this era of these young, offensive-minded dudes who come from either a lineage, a McVay lineage, or, or they come from a place where they scored a lot of points, I wonder if they're not getting got right now as we speak. And you take a look at Brandon Staley, mm. you take a look at Zach Taylor and the struggles he's kind of had this year, and you got Cliff Kingsbury. It's I wonder if this whole cyclical nature of the NFL isn't isn't turning as we speak. Yeah, I mean, if you believe in the supply and demand curve, I mean, there's no real margin in trying to hire those guys because that's what everybody's trying to hire right now. So, I mean, if it was me, I'm, I don't know if you've noticed this about me, Big, but I've been a bit of a contrarian in my life. <laughs> I, I like to go where other people are not. Yes. So, I mean, I, I would still, you know, I mean, when you look at guys like, for instance, D'Amico Ryan's is someone who says, everybody says is going to be a great head coach someday. I mean, I know everybody wants to be offense, 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 but look at that guy, look at his career, look at what he's done uh, with the 49ers. Why would you not be interested in somebody like that if you had a vacancy? Yeah, great stuff. Darren, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Always good to talk Keep to you. veering left, Yeah, Darren. we'll talk to y'all again in a week or so. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure something else will come up. And when the Cardinals trade for Christian McCaffrey, we'll call you back up. See you. Yeah, <laughs> send my love to Summers and Urban and everybody out in the desert. We'll you get it, man. DarrenGabPanthers.com. Our- 